Hey, what's going on there, Motos? I believe today is the 27th, right? The fucking, what the goddamn date is today? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Yeah, it's the 27th, I got it correct. Okay, wonderful. Sometimes you just don't know what day it is, you know what I'm saying? Okay, so it is Tuesday, the 27th of July, 2021. I got a panting, wet dog in my rear uh, seat here, my extra cab. And I just took her for a little swim. You know, all in all, I'm, I'm going I'm to uh, share an accompanying uh, video of Momi fetching a stick. It's all this dog wants to do. You know, she sits in the air conditioning all day in the summer, goes out and does her business every so often, hangs out with us, plays. She just really wants to be, she wants to be companion. She wants to be with you, you know? You, you can all relate. If you have a dog, especially, maybe a cat, similar relationship, I don't know. But, uh, you know, very special, these dogs. So all she wants to do, she looks at me, she senses that there's activity, that dad's coming and going. Sometimes she realizes, okay, I guess he's going to the store. That's what he's doing. Oh, dad's just going to the office. He'll be back tonight. I'll see him. And she gets to spend some good quality time with uh, the kids and Mandy, who's who's off for the summer. So um, she's still relatively spoiled, but you know, it's a dog. It's a dog's life. And she's a sweetheart. She's 11 years old. Next month, I believe. My wife just told me at the dinner table. So she's a priority to us. And I love her. So we just took her on a little swim. I'll tell you what, though, my friends. This is going to be dubbed Self-Care Tuesday. That's going to be what I'm going to call this. Now, we're going to be doing regular self-care days um, going forward. Um, you know, I think doesn't make me unique that, you know, sometimes you get a little nasty, uh, eat too much crap, stress out too much, work too hard. <sighs> Whatever, you just feel like you're, and we're all also quite, um, you know, hard on ourselves and are our own worst critics. But, you know, I see other people. I'm a student of this from way back. I'm Dr. Drill, motherfuckers. I know that people get freaking so nasty and so depressed and unmotivated and fat and weak and tired and just they lose their essence. I'm not saying that I've lost, that I had lost that, but comparatively, I do. You know, I, I you, know, you always think about these know, the way that you were, or I used to be really strong and lean, and wear, wear this um, size jeans, I wouldn't touch a fucking jean anymore, I'll tell you that right now, you never catch me in jeans, Jesus Christ, it's so damn constrictive, I feel like I have a very dynamic abdomen, I always have, I feel like that, you know, I also feel like I've got a, a large rib cage, a little bit of like a barrel chested thing, a genetic thing and the result of knocking out about freaking trillion push-ups in my days. I, I think. But I feel like anyway, my belly, if I have a fucking meal or something, holy shit, man, I got a lot of stuff going on down there. All kinds of machinery moving, 
friggin' peristalsis and segmentation, digestive juices going in there, you know, mucus allowing the food matter to be propelled through the friggin' lumen of the small and large intestines. Got a lot of activity down there. Maybe you do too. I feel like a very dynamic abdomen. So anyway, I can't wear constricted clothing, especially now having been in fitness and chiropractic for 16 years. You know, I just, I dress like I'm going to the gym because this is a full contact sport, my friends. Anyway, somebody, uh, my uncle, my uncle Danny, who's like the fucking nicest guy ever. When I was a kid, me and my sister, she's four years my senior, whenever we'd go up to see my grandparents, grandparents, paternal and maternal, lived in North Jersey. Yeah, 30 minutes outside, maybe 20, 30 minutes outside of New York City. And so we would go up there from the Pines, maybe an hour, hour and a half drive, and we'd pull into one grandparent's house and go to the other grandparent's house. Anyway, whenever we went to my mother's parents' house, my maternal grandparents, they had a lot of kids, they had a big house and, uh, on a hill with a lot of rooms, in a very crowded community in North Jersey, there's all these hills and shit, fast pace, fast moving, everything, anyway, so I'd go up there, and we, we would, uh, my mother's siblings, a little bit younger than her, they would uh, pay some attention to us, and my Uncle Danny, he was about 10 years older than us, I figure, 10, 15 years, so he really was like a playmate, he, he would take interest in us, he was, uh, just kind and you know fun and he would he had all these uh, muscle cars that he would be working on they'd be in various stages of improvement usually they were pretty it was a thing I think like nobody finished their muscle car there was if you look up at the material that would line the roof on the inside of the roof it would be you know, like cigarette burns it'd be hanging down you know, you got mufflers falling off, you got rust in there, and it's it's like a work in progress. That's what muscle cars are. It's like a big engine, four tires, and, you know, a shifter of some sort, and you go really fast, and it's very loud. So he was always working on a Malibu or a Chevelle or a Nova or something. Hit two or three of these cars, and we would fly around town in these things with Uncle Danny in, like, lap belts, and he would take us to the Meadowlands and take us to... WWF matches and scare the shit out of us and just took interest in us. Took us on motorcycles. He used to take his dirt bikes down to the Pine Barrens and stay with us and go out camping in the pines and tearing up the friggin' Pine Barrens in his dirt bikes and stuff, which is a thing that many people did. Very cool. Whole other story. So, um, Anyway, Uncle Dan, all that to say, he's a great fucking guy. At my wedding many years ago, 2006, I, uh, when I approached his table, I hadn't seen him in decades, and I said, you, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for being here. I want to say, Danny, you were the best uncle there ever was. Thank you. And uh, we just recently got back in touch. He's texting us, and he's still kind of crazy. Uncle Danny, nice guy, gotten older, and married with two kids that are I think are they're probably still living living there but they're the empty nesters for all intents and purposes and um, 
he sent me pictures. He keeps sending, you know, different photos from back in the day because he lost one of his sisters recently, died of cancer, very terrible. Um, the picture, uh, many pictures about me and my sister as children, and then there's a picture of me when I was a, a young man. I was a Marine. I was probably 19 or 20, and I was standing by our pool, uh, my parents' pool, I kind of said, come home on leave or something, and I had a hind tight, and I was fucking jacked, I was lean, I had no friggin' waist, and just a V-like shape, and I had, I was holding a little, two lobsters, because whenever I would come home, they'd throw huge parties, and all this crazy food, and seafood, and steaks, and beer, and wine, we just, we just had a great time. And I'll never forget that. They were very generous. My parents always had to make have a big deal about cooking for me and cooking for whoever, you know, the family get together. And it was special. And so maybe we need to get it back into that. But anyway, what I want to get back into as I pass the gym that I just took my son to this afternoon, because today is self-care Tuesday, I just went to this little planet fitness over here brand new, and a lot of people are are joining and going to this gym, it's got a good location, it's on my way to work, so around 3 o'clock this afternoon after getting all this other shit done around the house and paperwork and stressing and you know everything, all that, all the ticking items off my list like we all do, I said, Sam, let's go to the gym, uh, I was just fucking ready to take my credit card, throw it on the, the thing, just show me a machine, show, show me some, a, a space where I can do some work, and work on my physical body, take care of this earth suit, and I'll tell you, man, I want to be like that guy so many years ago, I, I'll never be that again, I don't, I don't have any obsession with youth or any of that crap, but I would like to age gracefully. I would like to remain strong and limber and, you know, have a, a positive, uh, a um, favorable body composition. And I'm like 280, you know, I'm like 270, 280 pounds. So, you know, I can look at myself or I can say, yeah, I want to, you know, after the holidays or the end of the summer or whatever it is at whatever time in the in the in the calendar year talk about somebody talk about a situation of people yeah, dr drill you know this i used to be mr fitness you know that's what i did occupationally i did so much of it I was so successful uh with my program it was just it was as I say, it would be one of the best things I might have ever done in my life. In terms of making a difference and helping people and inspiring people, it was very special. I'm probably not at the end of the road with that yet, but either. However, I'll say, hey, you know, oh yeah, you know, I, I want to lose like 20 pounds. I've been trying to, I've been talking about losing 20 pounds for, I don't know, 20 years? You know, I've been talking about being a smaller human being, taking some weight off my frame, um, increasing my mobility, being, 
you know, in shape even for my age and, and being, you know, reducing my, uh, you know, likelihood for, you know, incurring any lifestyle related diseases and being there for my kids and grandkids and, you know, I see it all, man. I see people at all stages of life. Um, I told you guys a few episodes back about a woman that comes in, and I remember she used to bring her mother in um, 15, 16 years ago. One of my first patients was her mom, and her mom was probably 80, 80 plus and was uneasy, and I had a carrier in the door almost, and she had, you know, very un- unsteady and weak, and it was, it was tough, man. She was, had a little senil- senility going there, and this woman at that time was probably 50 or 55, just prior to retirement age, just about there, and she was, like, rolling her eyes at her mom, you know, in a loving way, but kind of, like, tell she was just, just tired of so pathetic, somebody having to take care of somebody like that all the time. We've all seen that. If you get to midlife, like I said, you'll start to see. It's my father's birthday today. I called him up, and he's like, yeah, yeah, somebody, uh, yeah, it's a good, happy birthday. Oh, thanks, bud. I don't even think he knows my name, to be honest with you. I think he had that stroke a couple years ago, and he's he's not good with short-term memory or, in some cases, long-term memory. So his cognition is not... As far as I could tell, what it could what it it could be. 76 today. And I'm 46 currently, so we're 30 years apart. That's not that far, you know. We're all getting there. Nobody hang your head if you're younger or, or older or having some of these problems that I talk about. You know, overweight, obesity, uh, lack of motivation, lack of fitness, lack of knowledge lack of opportunity, you know, lack of anything, you know, you can start over again at any age, and when I, I'm excited today, having um, gone with my son to the gym, you know, I got kettlebells around the house and at the office, I'm always knocking out a few reps, or I'll go on a little walk, a little hike here and there, but nothing like purposeful, you know, like when I was doing DDIP, leading that program, it was like, we start, okay, everybody ready, and go. You know, we start out with our 100 jumping jacks or whatever. And it was this curriculum that stretched across an hour or an hour and a half. And then when you were done, you know, it was grueling. And then when you're done, it was like, wow, that feels great. That was hard. I feel great. I'm going to go take a nap. I'm going to sleep well tonight. You did something good for yourself. You reinforced yourself. You, you mustered up your strength. You cultivated your energy. Very special. So, I walked into that Planet Fitness today and signed up and for a black membership. It's fucking two, uh, $23. Okay? It's $23. And with that, what do you get? You get all these machines, you get some bunch of free weights, you get, you know, a clean, spacious environment, you get uh, hydro massage and mechanical massage and uh, 
these little perks, tanning booths and shit like that. You know, discounts on drinks, protein drinks and shit like that. So it's a, it's a pretty substantial thing. But when I, when I was freaking 16 years old, I was going to the gym, okay? I was going to the gym, and I was paying like $39 or $40 or $50 in some cases. $35, $40, $50. I was in a dynamic fitness. That was a freaking crazy muscle head gym. People like were professional bodybuilders would go there. Meatheads, steroids crazy screams and slapping your training partner in the chest and posing rooms and crazy delicious um, protein and energy drinks that would hype you up you know this whole culture around it they'd sell these T. Mitchell um, clothing it was like really loose fitting clothing that had like short there would be like like a half sleeve on it and it was kind of almost like a robe. So you know, it would show your tricep and the top of your chest and and you know, maybe even a half shirt. Now, I, I think I wore that. I was a skinny little kid, but I wear that shit. But anyway, Dynamic Fitness, and I went to uh, Ultimate Fitness in Lacey, and I went to um, Ferrigno's Gym. Lou Ferrigno had a uh, beautiful gym he opened up in Bayville, New Jersey. And brand new, had all the bells and whistles, a lot of people signed up for that when it came out, and this lady, my neighbor here, love her to pieces, but she don't give a fuck, man, we got weeds aside, almost as tall as her tires popping out of her driveway, I like to freaking cut them up, do I have my machete in here, alright, I'm not sure, hold on a second, Okay, we're inside now. I had to stop by the office. So I don't know if I told you I was heading down to the office. Is it Tuesday? Is it self-care Tuesday? I'm trying my best to uh, just make it that type of day. You know, do the things that are right, that are healthy for, for me and you. And talking a little shit, just spitballing here. Got a panting dog to my right. You know, this is, talk about a dog's life. We love her. She's a priority, all that stuff. She fucking... I took her down here. You'd think she'd want to be with me in the office. It's just too much stimulation. She's freaking running around, not relaxing. Everybody comes in, is the enemy. She's barking. She's panting. She's upset. Right after our June bug passed, which was her sidekick and her uh, mentor, we I brought her in with me. I said, you know what? I'm going to take her to the office. I want her with me. I don't want to leave her at home. Felt bad. And she wouldn't have it. She was just like, so anxious, so took her home, left her in her place, like her little cave, you know. Anybody comes in, don't, you know, let me hide, let me push my hindquarters to the very back of my cave, and so I'm, I'm safe, and I, I want to see everything, everybody comes in the door, and better only be people that I love, or I'm going to freaking gnaw their nutsack off. So anyway, she's, I told her to sit down, she's, she's doing so, she's a little bit calmer, as I... Try to sort through some paperwork here and just prepare for what is a very, very busy day tomorrow. So I want to be ready for that. So anyway, we're talking about uh, gyms. Uh, you know, I got a, I'm a friggin' meathead, man. I've been working out for a very long time. My dad had a gym in our den. 
on the first floor of our little bi-level in Pine Barrens, New Jersey, Lacey Township, Forked River, a town called Forked River. Um, just outside, just in, uh, next door, as you walk into our, into our little garage, which is a bare concrete floor with various types of varnishes and paint splatters and boogers and butt nuggets and everything else from dogs and dust bunnies and thousand leggers running around. And you come around the corner, there was Dad's um, you know, little friggin' particle board door that sometimes would get holes punched in it. That you push that open, there would be Dad's um, gym. And he got a radio in there, and he had a dip bar and a pull-up bar and some barbells and dumbbells and all kinds of shit. And uh, he introduced me to the iron, and he was pretty, you know, stacked guy, pretty big, strong. And he showed me the Schwarzenegger Encyclopedia, and I loved it. And, uh, Momi, get the fuck out from under the goddamn desk. Get out of there. You're going to unplug something, you're going to piss me off. If you fucking unplug something and I don't have wireless in the morning, it's your ass. Dog is crazy, man. I love her. I didn't mean to yell at her like that. But it actually calmed her down. <laughs> it actually worked. So anyway, I had dad introduced me to the iron. I love that shit. We'd go in there. I'd almost friggin' drop too much weight on my buddies to be over me, spot me, almost drop a friggin' barbell that was like pyramided down from, I don't know, 45 to two and a half pounds. So that it was like a really impressive looking cartoonish barbell, but Ooh, hamstring, hamstring, friggin' cramp. Ooh, that didn't feel good. That'll get your attention. I'll tell you a hamstring, uh, cramp dog has probably put a curse on me. Um, so, I'm petting her now underneath the desk. It's okay, Momer. So, crazy-looking barbells. I try to do some, you know, do more uh, chest presses than I could. I could barely do one with such weight. And, you know, almost, you do it without a spotter and it would fall on your chest. And you have to kind of shimmy out of it. And the one, the weights would fall off the one side and then the other side would come back up. And it would be, you're lucky if you made it out of there alive. But i go in there and I would freaking try to mimic my dad and then I getting big and strong testosterone coming protein uh wider Joe Wider's protein powder and ultimate orange energy drink which was like uh I believe it had ephedrine in it ephedrine rather which was uh asthmatics use to uh open their lungs a bronchodilator jacks your blood pressure up a little bit gets you hyped up so Drinking all that stuff, trying to get big and strong, ultimately did get big and strong. And here we are standing on the pool deck with the lobster. Uncle Danny sends me the friggin' picture, reminds me of how I used to be so buff and handsome. And now I got friggin' salt and pepper hair and little friggin', you know, I don't know, long friggin' ass ear hairs I need to trim like every night. And fucking nose hairs that you could repel off of and just weird stuff starts to happen when you get a little bit older. So I was so happy to go into that gym and train with my son and we just got along like peas and carrots. We, we says we're going to do legs. Okay. We signed up, got in there, selected a leg press machine, 
four sets. Leg extension machine, four sets. Leg curl for the hamstrings, seated, four sets. Calf raises, four sets. And I helped them along, you know, try to, with the form and stuff, because I, I know all about that shit. Proper form and orthopedic alignment and all this crap. Friggin' doctor chiropractic. So, um, so there we were. After we did all that, that weightlifting, uh, machines mostly, because that's what Planet Fitness has, uh, we went and we, uh, we hit the stair climber and we did 250 stairs together. And then we did a side to side. There was like a little step room. So with these bars, you like metal bars, you could kind of stabilize yourself. So we did like, uh, side lunges, step up, both feet down the other side, both feet on the ground, up on the platform, the other direction, like a slalom lunging thing. And we did a hundred of those. And then we did 2000 meters of rowing on a rowing machine. And then we went into the, this little spa room they have. And we got a mechanical, like a freaking, just like in the mall, they have those chairs you sit in and they kind of have those whatever things in there, mechanical massagers in there. And they rub up and down your back and vibrate your legs and squeeze things. And just what the doctor ordered, man. Fucking. Got the mechanical massage. Then we went on the friggin' hydro massage. I've heard all kinds of shit about how great that is. And then uh, we took, we beat it out of there. And I got a black membership. It means that every time I go in, I go in whenever I want. And when I go in, I can always bring a guest with me. How cool is that? Bring my wife, bring my son and daughter, bring a friend, meet, meet people up. And it's, it's a cheap. And you know what? Here I've been, Dr. Drill. You know, I would, I would, I would approach gyms and try to find a way that I could just rent space from them. Because we weren't going to use their their gear. We just needed, like, we did calisthenics, right? So I'm like, you have a big auditorium. You have a big uh, basketball court. You got an aerobics room that nobody's using. We're going to come in here real early. Or we're going we're gonna to meet on the Perkium Trail. We're going to run down and up in the trails and through the creeks and lift rocks and, and bask in nature and all this shit. So we never really took advantage of gyms. I haven't been in a traditional gym since those days, maybe like chiropractic college when I was a student and I would go in and hit, you know, punch the card, hit the locker room, you know, use the machines, use the weights. But there's something about, I'm just going to leave it with this because I got to start doing some preparations here. There's something to be said for a designated time. This is what I'm going to do. Or in a designated place. If I leave here at 7 o'clock at night and I say, hey, I'll be home at 8. I usually roll in at 8.30 anyway. I should go to that gym and I should row on a rowing machine. Or I should do some a few sets. Or I get on the elliptical, get my cardio. And it's a designated place for me. It's a place that I am taking my health and I'm working on myself and becoming better. And I just think that that is... It's something that's been missing in my life because for so long people have come to me. Yeah. Not that I don't do things, you know, 
to take care of myself, but I don't think I do enough. I'm a caretaker. I'm an empath. You know, I'm a caregiver. And a lot of times, you know, I never feel like, what about me? But I'm saying, went into this gym today, had this good experience, and I feel like we're going to start a designated uh, self-care day where you know, the lightest day of the week when we have no commitments or we can push something to another time where I have an hour between the time I come to work and leave. Um, I want to get in there and get my workout on. And I think I'll be better for it. And so um, I'm excited at, you know, all the things I said before about, you know, 270, 280. I'm just too big. You can tell me, you know, till you're blue in the face that I'm, it's, well, you're a big guy and it's all muscle. Well, it's a lot of, a lot of energy that I need to, to have in order to do everything. Yeah, you know, I, uh, I feel like if I was a prize fighter, you know, how the, um, the heavyweights there, they typically don't go five rounds. It's like, it takes a lot of work to move all that mass around, right? So the cardio athletes, like a, the lightweights, they can fight like a Julio Cesar Chavez or um, whoever, you know, the, the, the lightweights in any sport. They're fast. They're constantly moving. You know, they're like a triathlete. I don't know if I want to be that thin, but um, I would like to be like 230. So I conceivably have to lose like 50 pounds, you know. I'm going to try to do that, you know, 10 pounds at a time. But I think that just putting um, some energy in that direction and just having had a little epiphany, I'm on the fast track now to, you know, restoring my health and fitness, to getting, improving myself uh, for, for my, my own well-being and my, my family, uh, I, I would like to be as strong as possible and have a lot of longevity in my life, just kind of like stack the odds in my favor. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be a freaking bodybuilder at 46 years old. I'm a dad. It's okay if I'm not a, uh, you know, a 30-inch waist, but I don't want to be a 40. So I'm going to start, uh, trimming down, toning up, investing time in myself because I'll be better for my family, for my patients, and for just the, just the philosophy of, um, of somebody who practices what they preaches. You know, so sometimes like a reset for me. You know, I tell people that a chiropractic adjustment is a reset. It's kind of like a reset of your joints, of your physicality. You know, if you had muscles that are tight and joints that are not moving so well, little restrictions, well, I add some motion there. I unlock those joints. I relax those muscles. I stretch things out. I uh, increase the space in which you have to move. You know, I teach you about your body. I decompress you. And so I do all these things to try to, like, reset, almost like a factory reset the factory reset of your phone, right? When you, shit just is not working and you don't want to get to the point where your technology, right, isn't working. So you have to, if you do a factory reset, you can lose um, some of your data and some of your capabilities, some of your, you know, your pictures and whatever, 
right? You're setting it to zero. And so I don't know if that's the best analogy, but it's a good one. A reset. When you reset something, fucking let's go. It's another opportunity. It's another uh, sun rising again tomorrow, coming to the close of a day, have, having uh, had some challenges and bested them, you know? It was a good fucking day is what I'm saying. So, self-care Tuesday. I suggest you get your fat asses and your unmotivated selves doing something. Uh, Planet Fitness, I'm not in the habit of plugging other businesses or gyms or anything, and this is early on, this is day one for me, but it's a basic gym. It's clean, it's functional, it's a brand new facility, it's $23 a fucking month in some annual you know, $40 fee or something like that. It's not a pimple on my ass, you know. It'll be a business expense and probably be the most sensible business expense that I will ever, um, you know, make. So, kick ass and take names. Huh!